Welcome to this edition of the Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 73 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard and load management in the NBA. What exactly is load management in the NBA, you ask? For those of you that don't know, it's when a team rests its superstar player in a meaningless regular season game, basically. Like when a superstar player misses a game due to rest. That is the best example. I can give you. And the face of load management has become Kawhi Leonard. Why? Because last year, the Raptors used load management to rest Kawhi Leonard 22 games during the regular season and ended up winning the NBA Finals. And there's a lot of people, analytic geniuses, that think that that is one of the biggest reasons why the end, why they won the NBA championship. Because they had a fully rested and ready to go superstar, maybe the best player in the NBA in Kawhi Leonard. Raptors had a good enough team around Kawhi Leonard to be able to rest him and still win regular season games. They had their eye on the prize for the postseason because they knew they would be a postseason team at the worst. And at best, they would have a fully rested Kawhi Leonard and ready to go. And that's exactly what happened. And they won that NBA Finals last year. I mean, this isn't a new argument that's happening in sports. This has been happening since the dawn of time since there's been sports. Remember like a decade ago, the Indianapolis Colts had that chance to go undefeated. And they they punted on that because they tried to make it about the Super Bowl. Then they didn't win the Super Bowl. And we all made fun of them for not trying to go for that perfect regular season. Well, this is kind of that, but you can also see the opposite of that happening. A few years ago, the Golden State Warriors went all out for 73 wins. They wanted to go for that Bulls record. They wanted to go for that, and they got that. But you know what they don't have? An NBA championship. Steph, Draymond, and Clay went all out. And guess who didn't perform well in that postseason? Steph Curry. One could make the case if the Golden State Warriors had used load management on Steph Curry, they might have four rings instead of three right now. So I can really see an argument from both sides. Resting your players and going all out for the glory. Because that's what sports really is. It's going for everything. It's trying to win at every single turn. But why right now is this becoming a bigger and bigger issue. So let's look at what's happening, particularly this season. Kawhi Leonard rests during an ESPN nationally broadcasted game. And then the next day, he played a nationally broadcasted game on TNT. Guess who wasn't happy with Kawhi Leonard resting? ESPN, and particularly Doris Burke. Doris Burke went on ESPN radio and blasted Kawhi Leonard saying, why on earth do you need to rest right now? You had an entire off-season of rest. That's basically what her main point was. And then she said this isn't because it's her network that's being hurt by his absence. I mean, that's just ridiculous to say. You have a clear motive to be mad at Kawhi Leonard. Would Doris Burke have gone off on him if he had played that ESPN game and then missed that TND game? No, she's mad because her network was the one that was hurt by his absence. Again, if he had missed the TNT game, there would have been no appearance by Doris Burke on ESPN radio blasting the best player 
player in the NBA right now. That's why the thing, that's why that was so ridiculous what Doris Burke did, because it was such a double standard. If he had done that to another network, she would not have cared about his absence during a nationally televised NBA basketball game. It's because her network was the one that was hurt by his absence that day. And then around that same time, Doc Rivers and the Clippers were fined $50,000 for Doc Rivers saying, well, it really isn't a hell thing, and Kawhi Leonard has never felt better. I mean, what a moronic thing to say. You have the strategy, the NBA is allowing you to do it, and then you come out and brag about it, basically, like, wow, we've never seen a better Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers need to be smarter about this, and that's why they were fined $50,000. The NBA was alright with what they were doing, but then when you're going to brag about how hell he is and he's feel better than ever, that's when you're going to get fined $50,000. What I find personally most interesting about the load management debate is that so few teams are affected by it. To be able to do load management, Kawhi Leonard has to be on a team that can win regular season games without him. Again, last year, he had Pascal Siakam and Kyle Lowry who could win basketball games without Kawhi Leonard being there and now he's on a team with the Clippers with Patrick Beverly with Lou Williams and now with Paul George where they will be able to win big regular season games without Kawhi Leonard the reason why this won't be happening really anywhere else is because the other superstar players need to be at their top games for their teams to even even be able to win games Giannis Antetokounmpo cannot be on load management for the Milwaukee Bucks or they would lose like 5 out of the 10 games he he misses. Again, those teams can, the, the Clippers and the Raptors could do that method because they had good enough players to win basketball games without Kawhi Leonard. The Milwaukee Bucks do not have a good enough roster to win games without Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Houston Rockets do not have enough good players to win basketball games without James Harden. This load management debate is not a league-wide debate. It's one player in one system, and maybe two if you count LeBron James, but there's so few teams that are actually affected by this nationally televised story about load management that it's kind of ridiculous we're all talking about it like it's a big deal again superstar players like Dame Lillard can't take nights off if they're all their team has to win games Kawhi Leonard has the luxury to take games off no other superstar right now seems to really have that luxury except maybe LeBron James now with Anthony Davis. Maybe he can take a few nights off. But this is not a league-wide issue. This is just a one-player, one-team situation that we're turning into a national-wide debacle. And another thing that's really silly is that it's one player at a time. It's just one guy at a time. Remember when Greg Popovich wasn't playing Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili all in the the same game, and we didn't seem to get that mad about that. I don't remember Doris Burke's ESPN outrage over that when he was resting all of those players at once, and now all of a sudden we're mad because one guy is missing a game in the earliest parts of the regular season. The whole thing just to me seems ridiculous. Then this past week, Mark Cuban comes out in favor of load management, and I understand why he would come out in favor of 
of it because you know who he has on his team? Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. And Kristaps Porzingis is coming off of a major injury. So Mark Cuban definitely probably wants his team to use load management on Kristaps Porzingis. And he also says, look at the analytics of it all. If you're going to have success doing this, why would you not use any method you can to win meaningful basketball games in the postseason? If resting Kristaps Porzingis and making him play 66 games instead of 82 helps you win an NBA Finals, why would you not do that? But even for the Mavs, Porzingis can't miss that many games because Luka Doncic isn't as good enough at this point to win basketball games without him at this point. So even then, the Mavericks aren't really even on that teams of that can use load management. It's such a small amount of teams that can use load management to their benefits. Another thing I want to say about load management, it's really only players that have been majorly injured that want load management, if we want to use that term, load management, that want days off. Kawhi Leonard wants days off because he's been injured and he was also burned by the Spurs, so he's not really trustworthy of teams and injuries and whatnot. He's had a history of injury now. So he is cautious when it comes to him playing in basketball games, which seems to make a lot of sense to me. LeBron James last year was injured, so it makes sense that he would want to be cautious of how many minutes and how many basketball games he is playing. And for instance, if the Lakers want to use load management with Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is a has a history of being an injury-ridden player. That makes sense to want to give him some nights off. Whereas the James Hardens of the world, the Giannis Antetokounmpo's of the world, they have been fully healthy players that have played through 82 games a year without getting injured. Thus, why they don't care how many games and how many minutes they play because they've never been through a major injury. Paul George has been through a major injury with Team USA and then this year, he's had some shoulder issues. So if the Clippers want to manage his load, that makes sense. This idea that healthy NBA players are just all of a sudden not wanting to play basketball games is a false narrative. Kawhi Leonard has been injured. Anthony Davis has been injured. Paul George has been injured and LeBron James has been injured. So if those teams and those players want to manage their load, it makes perfect sense to me moving forward. There's plenty of NBA stars playing night in and night out. The Kemba Walkers of the world, the Damian Lillards. These guys are not missing games. And you know why that is? Because they've never felt a terrible injury before. And now we are mad because players that have been seriously injured want to manage their load. I just think it's such a small group of people that we're mad at about load management that we're trying to make it a league-wide issue where it's a team-by-team issue. I heard someone say that Michael Jordan tells his players that he is paying them to play in all 82 games. And this is really an old school versus new school basketball thing that's also kind of happening with this. Michael Jordan was 35 years old in 1998, and he played in all 82 games. Even that year, he was with the Wizards when he was like 40. He played in 81 games. I get it. Guys used to take pride in playing all of the games. If I had told Michael Jordan on that Wizards team, if he had played in 60 games, that there was a chance he would be more well-rested and be able to compete with the Wizards in the playoffs. Again, that Wizards team was bad, but let's just take this hypothetical. If I had told Michael Jordan, who is the ultimate competitor, there is a better chance of you winning if you rest a little, doesn't that 
add to it. He's their competitors. Kawhi Leonard wants to help his team win an NBA title. He doesn't care about winning or being the scoring champion or winning MVPs or winning defensive player of the year. He's done some of those things. He's done it before. I don't, I just, I understand like if Kawhi Leonard had never been injured before and doesn't know the toll of an 82 game season has on him. But again, this is a case-by-case basis. For me to say, Kawhi Leonard, I need you to play 82 games a year, just seems silly when he's coming off resting in 20 games. He played a majority of last season. Let's not act like he played in 13 games. He played in 60 games last season, and he helped his team win an NBA championship. And you can't tell me his rest didn't work, because for the majority of that postseason, he looked like the best player on the court. And again, I know the Rockets can't afford to have James Harden miss that many games, but look how tired James Harden looks at the end of these postseason runs, where he is like relying on no one because Chris Paul was hurt last year. He had to do everything for that team, and he was tired out, and Kawhi Leonard looked fully energized that entire postseason run for the Raptors. This is something that other teams should look into. If you have a team that is built around just one player, that guy is going to have to go all out, and you're probably not going to win an NBA championship. There's another thing about this that I want to talk about. ESPN, whenever they talk about this issue, they try to make it about the fans. They go, how do you feel if you're that one guy that spent all of your money to go to that basketball game and you see that Kawhi Leonard is not playing and your night is ruined? Or That's the kind of narrative they're playing here. They're trying to get you upset about it. But it's not about the fans and they know it's not about the fans. It's about that network being burned by Kawhi Leonard and making this they're mad at their partners the NBA for allowing this to go on where are the so-called angry fans missing out on Kawhi Leonard we haven't heard from them you're just telling us that they're there you're just making it up it seems like give us proof that people are actually mad about this that Kawhi Leonard missed the 20 games do you think there's a Raptor fan in the world that is mad at Kawhi Leonard for missing those games no because that team that was going nowhere year after year, almost getting there, finally won an NBA championship, and they all want Kawhi Leonard back. They would sign up for 10 more years of Kawhi Leonard doing that than him playing in 82 games a year and missing time. Like, they would. They would sign up for Kawhi Leonard again. They would do that in a heartbeat because it would mean they would have a chance at the title. They are not better off with Pascal Siakam being their star player. They would want more Kawhi Leonard. They are saddened that he went to the LA Clippers. And don't tell me Clipper fans will be mad if Kawhi Leonard misses 20 games this year if by the end of the year they get to the NBA Finals like we all expect them to because if he misses that time and they win the title, do you think they're going to want to go back to those days where Chris Paul and Blake Griffin were playing in 80 games? No. They are going to sign up for Kawhi Leonard because it is worth it. Even if he is going to miss 20 games, it is worth it. And I think the fan base appreciates it if it actually ends up working out in the end. What's the point of this whole thing? What is the point of basketball is to win? And if Kawhi Leonard managing his load, resting 20 games, helps your team that's never won an NBA championship win one, then I think the whole thing was worth it. Think about this. If Kawhi Leonard wins an NBA championship again this year, it will be his third with a third different team, and it will also be his second in a row with a team that has never won an NBA championship. And it's because he's well-rested that they win guess what? More teams are going to do this and more people are going to sign up for the Kawhi Leonard experience.
Arians moving forward. He, no one will care if he misses 20 games a year if he means he's one of the biggest winners in NBA history. This will be happening more moving forward. I think next year when Kevin Durant comes back, guess what the Nets are going to do? Manage his minutes and how many games he's played because he was burned. He wasn't burned by the Warriors, but he was burned by his own loyalty to the Warriors. Moving forward, Kevin Durant should be more cautious with how many games he plays moving forward. He should probably take Kawhi Leonard's method in thinking of when to take time off and when to play. I just think it will work, but it will only only work if you're on a team like when Kevin Durant comes back he'll have Kyrie Irving and supposedly you'll think the Nets will be able to win a few games if Kevin Durant misses those games I just think more and more teams will probably try to look at a way to do this with their star players but it will never become the league-wide issue ESPN wants you to think that it is because again this whole podcast I'm talking about one guy think of all those players in the NBA right now that have to play in almost every game for their team to even get a win. Again, Giannis, James Harden, all those guys, Dame Lillard, they have to play in most of the games for their team to even get wins. They don't have the luxury to manage their load. I also looked this up. NBA players that played in all 82 games last year, there were 21 players that played in all 82. The only superstar I could really find on the list was Kemba Walker, and he was on a team that literally relied on him to play every single game to even get to the like 35 wins they were able to get to. So Kemba Walker was really the only superstar player on that list. But I also don't hear Kemba Walker getting recognition for playing in 82 games. So if it really matters. Where's the recognition? I don't remember all the fans being excited and happy that Kemba Walker played in 82 games. I don't remember that. I guess I missed the Kemba Walker played in 82 games award. I don't remember that. Gone are the days where we're like congratulating AC Green for playing in all those games. I don't think NBA fans really care if a guy plays in all 82 games. As long as you're in like the 55 to 62 range of games, I think we're okay with it. Again, 55 is a bit low. I think if you're in the 60, we're going to be fine with your effort that season. Again, Doris Burke is going after someone for not playing in all 82, but yet she He's not really congratulating people who are, and none of the real superstars really are. So I, I just I don't understand this idea of like where we want you to play in all eighty two, but then if you do, we really don't even seem to care about it at all. Like it just seems like a number that eighty two is just a number to these people. It doesn't really matter. There's not a great. There's not a he played in every game award. You know what there is? There's a trophy at the end of the season that if you win the NBA Finals, you'll win. And you know who won that last year? Kawhi. Leonard there's, there's he he's still getting that trophy even though he missed 20 games it's the exact same trophy he would have gotten if he had played in all 82 and won the championship and he probably wouldn't have won the NBA championship if he wasn't fully rested and ready to go so that's the only thing that Kawhi Leonard cared about at that time was winning an NBA championship for his team 
And who knows if going forward, Kawhi Leonard is going to miss 20 games every year. Last season, he was coming off an injury season where he felt that the Spurs didn't trust him with what was going on with the injury. Now this year, maybe he's more healthy than he was last year. So maybe the number will go down to 10 or 15. We can't just say that Kawhi Leonard is going to miss all these games. It's going to be a year-to-year thing how many games Kawhi Leonard misses. But you know what's not going to be a year-to-year thing? If he keeps on winning... None of it will matter in the end because it's all about winning the NBA championship. And that would be one thing he'd have on LeBron if he wins a title with his third team before LeBron does. Kawhi Leonard has a legitimate chance to be the best player on the planet. And he's taking full advantage of that. When we're looking at the best player on the planet list, we're not going to look at Kawhi Leonard and go, oh, he didn't play in 82 games, so he can't be the best player on the planet. As long as Kawhi Leonard is performing when it matters most in the postseason, none of the other stuff will matter at all. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>